0: Welcome to Raspberry Tea Podchat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs>
1: CCJ. One of the things that some people tell you to do when you start your own business is to say yes to things and then work out how you're going to be able to do them. Is this a good thing? Or should we stick our niche our own services what we know we're good at the target audience that we know want our services and not say yes to everything oh well it didn't do Richard Branson any harm now did it (laughs) Do you know what though I think there's a level I think when you get to a certain level in business you can do it because you can bring the experts in to do it for you. Yeah. But I think if you're thinking about self-employed people, people with fairly fledgling type businesses, it's a different issue. It's also
0: the concept that they try to push out there for network marketing. Is it? Yes. Really? You see it very frequently, just do it first and then work out afterwards. And again, you know my background, I'm not that person. There are people who can definitely cope with just flying straight in by the seat of the pants and yeah, I'll work it out afterwards. But then there are others that you would put yourself under so much pressure. You'll put so much out there financially. Actually, it ends up being that constant earworm. It's just there, it's in the back of your mind and actually it can work the opposite way. And you put that much pressure on yourself to make that money back or to achieve what you've said you're gonna achieve. Um, that it just works in the, in the opposite way completely.
1: See, for me, if I think about how Raspberry Flamingos developed, I didn't start out with a, oh, I'm going to be a website specialist, or I'm going to write blogs for people. I just knew I could write sales and marketing type, and, and, and it was as broad as that. Mm. So when people asked me to write LinkedIn profiles, I did it. When people ask me to do different things, I did it. And if I I think about my website, I've deleted way more pages than I've added because my offering was huge at first because I can write anything sales and marketing. But actually, as the business has progressed, it's honed into main areas. Um I'd never written a business award entry before, Raspberry Flamingo. Yet every single one I've written has been either shortlisted or they've won first prize. Mm -hmm. I know, it's amazing. So I guess I said yes to something there and then worked out how. It didn't feel like I was having to work out how it felt very natural. So there's things about
0: natural progression Yes. So you, I think that's the slightly different piece, isn't it? So yeah. raspberry flamingo was already, you knew roughly in your head what you wanted from it. And then there's been the natural progression. It's just been an organic growth. Yes. Hey,
1: that's a word, organic growth. Um, well, it's gone back to the last recording and nuts in your mouth and sorry. Anyway. Organic, we said. <laughs>
2: yes, organic growth. Some, sometimes I think sometimes you can say yes for the wrong reasons and then you have to figure out why but sometimes that saying yes and figuring out how's the right reasons because if you I was thinking about like if you've got a goal in mind of where where you want to be or what what you want to do like mine when I first started this business I'd say yes to everything because I can do lots of different things but equally saying yes and figuring out how's a bit like saying um say yes when you shouldn't it, a lot of people do it
1: for the money don't they yeah. at first oh. they're not busy they've got a new business and somebody says can you do yes they go yes because they think they've got to grab everything and i think that was why i came up with a topic really because it's about people who end up doing lots of diverse things that they didn't set out to do because have not got enough of the right business yet and actually it can steer you off the path mm. sometimes it's great because it steers you down a new path that you were meant to be going down yeah but a lot of the time most of the time i would say it takes you off the path of developing so, so let me explain in, with an example my two businesses ago i did in development professional development And I had my own set of courses that I'd created. I then got picked up by a training organisation who said, we're stuck for a presenter to present one of our courses. Could you do it for us? It was a three-day course and the money was amazing. So, of course, at that time I said, yes. But then I ended up working for them on a self employed basis but i ended up delivering that course a couple of times a month which took me completely away from my own business yeah yeah, yeah. because i was earning enough money delivering two of their courses a month and i lost all impetus of where my own business was going to the point i actually sat down one day and went i'm lost as a person i don't know who i am anymore And that's when I changed directions completely Uh to find myself again and a a business that I was in love with again. I should never have said yes to that, or I should have said yes to it, get them out of the hole that once, but not let it steer me off course. And it, isn't it, did it in a very negative way for me. Financially, it was fantastic, but every other way was wrong. Is
0: there an element going back to magpie syndrome? that you see all these things and you think, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Claire Froggart, that that magpie syndrome was definitely for you weeks and weeks ago when we spoke about that one. Um, But you're
1: not so bad with it yourself, madam.
0: (laughs) I'm not denying that. (laughs) But yes, it does, because you do lose yourself in amongst it, don't you? So, Yeah. uh, yeah. So people will often ask me to do things that are completely outside of my comfort zone and I will say, yeah, of course I'll do it. You know, will you present in front that, of all these people but um, I'll being work out how sounds different though but it's it's how to get the message across and it's like well okay how do I get the message across um
1: yeah. but isn't that slightly different because that's not asking you to do something that isn't part of your business it's not it's true for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. For example it's not like somebody asking you to sell their kettles alongside your body shop pro- Product, no, true. That that would be saying yes for the money and then having to work out how to fit it into your business. Yeah. Whereas somebody saying to you, can you present on what you do may be uncomfortable and it's brilliant to be outside your comfort zone. So I say that
2: as a real positive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go on then Claire Frogger. What do you
2: think? I think some um again it's saying yes and then figuring out how it can be really good but then saying yes because you think you should is a whole different thing so oh yeah when I started off I I, I can do lots of different things I can be a marketing manager I can be a graphic designer I can be I can do branding I can do project management whole sorts of different things and I thought right I'll use all my skills but using all your skills confuses people because then people don't know what you do because it's too much. It's like going in a sweet shop and going, oh my God, what sweets do I want? It's harder to choose. Mm-hmm. And one of the main things that I was doing at the beginning of Maker Brew was doing social media, helping people, social media management. Now, yes, I can do it. The creating the graphics for it is not a problem. The scheduling it, even a little bit of the writing, if I've got the source material from the client. hmm absolute pain in the backside is getting the content from the client when they say they're going to give it you so that you've got the time to do the scheduling and actually fitting that time in it takes a hell of a lot longer than you think it does so you actually end up working for nothing and you can resent it quite a little bit and I think that took me down a road where I didn't want to be and it took me a good few months and a good few like conversations with Claire to drop it (laughs) And then um, I think I did filter it out. I will give somebody advice on social media now and give them, tell them what to do. But I got a, f- a friend asked me over the weekend, actually, would I look after their Facebook and Instagram for them? And I thought, hmm, uh, I can't talk to you right now, I'll come back to you tomorrow because I, I need to think about it. One, they're a friend and I would help. Two, it's social media again and it's not my niche. So when, eventually when I did go back the day after, they said, oh, it's okay, we spoke to a young girl, like early nineteen twenty something like that, it was really good on social media. I said, brilliant, she'll be great at the tech, but I'll tell you now, you have to give her the content for her to be able to do what you want her to do. I said, and I've been waiting now eight weeks for you to give me images that you want me to do some other work for you with, and you've not given them me. So just be aware you have to give the content in time to get things done. I said, and it's all well and good picking somebody young that's good with the tech and that's affordable and fits your budget. And great that you've asked her to come back to you with some ideas. I said, but she might not have got the experience in business or marketing and et cetera that I've got in your business or your clients. So at this time of year, I gave her an, an idea or a, for instance, of what they should be putting out there and worst case scenario if this girl comes back and she's not got that and that's missing then maybe I could help her advise on what a campaign was and then she implements it so I thought that's the best thing I could have done I've given her the help I've given her the advice but the absolute number one key thing is make sure you give her the content to put out there and you let her know what you want to achieve what's the goal what's the call to action what do you want people to do when they see it but do you think
1: Claire when when you started offering social media. It wasn't something that you didn't know how to do. So it wasn't saying yes to something and then having to figure out the how. It was saying yes to something that wasn't your niche.
2: Yeah. Because at that but at that point, like that, you say, you'd not niched, had you? No, and it, and it's, it's going back to that. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah the flip side of this question, I guess. Um, and no, I hadn't found my niche yet. And the business has is, is absolutely rocketed since I did find my niche with, again, help from you. Because it's all
1: down to that dream last November. Yes. I woke up in the middle of the night and saw you as a global funding expert. And I told you and it went from there, didn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, it was just a dream, but you're, you're, you're
2: making it reality. It's amazing. Yeah, so yeah, this, this, I think things still pop up. Like, um, in the last six months, even I said yes to some work that's become more of a pain in the backside than it should have been. And I, and I can see quite clearly that I should have said no. Um, I think that's my, that's always going to be my Achilles heel because I, I want to help people, I like to help people. But just because I can doesn't mean to say I should. And I think, I
1: think mm. what you did with the person you're talking about is absolutely right. You know, when when we're asked to do something, I had a call last week that <clears throat> from somebody I know very very well who said, I've been talking to somebody else about them doing this work, and then I suddenly thought, what about you? I didn't know you did that. I said, because we don't. And because I'd offered one service to one client for a very specific reason to help them out, mm-hmm. and this other person had had a conversation with them, they, they come to me and said, I didn't realise you did. I said, because we don't. Mm-hmm. And so I had a conversation that said, if we did this for you, this would mean you putting in X amount of work. Mm-hmm. And it, whilst didn't want the work and i don't think we'll get the work um that conversation has now helped him go back to the original company i was talking to and say in your proposal you haven't talked to me about x you haven't talked to me about y you haven't talked to me about z yeah and all those things are essential Mm so what happens with them and it's helped him and so whilst i've lost an hour having that discussion in a sense it's helped him and I do think you've got to say no. Yeah, I re- I really do think you've got to say no. Do you think so? Finding your niche.
0: We've gone through this, haven't we? So we've tried initially. We've tried not to niche too much, as you said, because your business is growing. I'm kind of thinking, well, where where do I go from here then?
1: Well, where so if you look at other well, Raspberry Flamingo is niche because we only do copywriting and content, content writing. Yeah. So whilst we whilst we don't... Whilst we'll do a range of different things, so we'll write a blog, we'll write a business award entry, we'll write a website, we'll write a sales page, yeah. we'll write an advert, we only offer writing. Now, I could offer all sorts of other marketing services as well. So yeah. Raspberry Flamingo is niched in the way that it's it just offers writing services yeah it's also niched in the fact that we work for small business true yeah we don't work for globals we yeah. only work for small businesses because that's where we can help the most mm-hmm. basically so whilst we're not niched to say one product line or you know george who's 30 was married with an day type of thing
0: because we did question that last year, didn't we? We did that's, question Yeah,
1: that's what, it. I was, yeah, that's what I was getting at Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's right that you should know your target market and you should know the range of services you want to offer. Mm. So as Claire said, she could have offered all sorts of marketing services, but branding is her love. I, think. Yeah, yeah. I could have offered all sorts of marketing services, but writing is my love, mm. you know, development procedures and handbooks and stuff like that and boring stuff sorry everybody who does that sort of work um <laughs> you know so I, th- I think we are but you are niched because you have what you are or only selling one range of products, products. Your, your body yeah. shop yeah so i don't think you need to even think about niching i was just thinking if there's people in similar
0: situations what can we advise them but i suppose that is it isn't it that that is it do you it-
1: well, there are courses you can do on finding your niche.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: there are, you know, at the end of the day, you're having your niche is not... So we know businesses that for one thing and they suddenly try and expand it to for the, a range of services around what they do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if we were using us as an example, we could bring on bring into Raspberry Flamingo a graphic designer to create images to go with the writing mm-hmm. and documents. We could bring in a photographer to go out and get photographs to create those images from. You can expand into a, a multi-talented agency. Yeah, That's what you want to do. I think you have to bring in the experts in each field. What What we see some businesses trying to do is... I want to offer a one stop shop service to stop my clients going to other people for other things. So I'm going to do it all. And then you're not being authentic anymore.
0: No, and you spread yourself too thin. Yeah. You can't deliver the service, the same level of service as you normally would exactly. in everything. Yeah. Because it's jack of all trades, master of none.
1: Yeah. For yeah. example, if I decided I wanted to offer graphic design and photographer so that I could make the documents look beautiful. I'm not a trained photographer yeah even if i went out and bought the equipment i not have a clue what to do with it yeah I've certainly not got an eye for design like claire has and, and other designers have you know i would notice something massive like if something wasn't centered when it should be Yeah. but i wouldn't notice if something was a, a point too small or shade to light so, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Claire automatically spots all that whereas I spot if there's a comma missing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? So I, I yeah, I just think if you're a new business and you're expanding and somebody asks you to do something that fits really well within your offering, mm-hmm. yeah. If fits. You, somebody asks you to do something and you actually have to find out how to do it. You don't already know. Is that. Being That's true your sign. You? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that being true to you? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Claire? We've got radio
2: silence. She is thinking. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it, you're right in what you say. I think sometimes you see it as a chat. Somebody asks you to do something. You think, oh, I don't know quite how to do that. So it's a bit of a challenge. I could learn how to do it. I think the lesson or what's really important is, is that going to take you off track? Is it going to take you more time? Is it going to cause you more stress? Is it going to lose your money? Are you going to deliver a good service Are they going to get what they want and what they need. And is it going to be on time Yeah. if you take on that? Or is it something that, you can it it can grow and add add to what you do like I do want to get better at editing videos because I want to use videos more for my work at the moment I haven't got time to learn how to do that so I've got people in place that I will record stuff and push it to them to do but if somebody came to me and said can you edit me a video that's an absolute 100% no I can tell you what I can give you some advice and tell you what to go to do mm. if somebody came to me and said oh can you give me advice on how to update my wordpress website yeah I can because I use it myself so it's not my core line of work but it's something that I know how to do it's an easy thing it's I earned an hour's money doing a zoom call showing somebody how to update the wordpress site it was it that was an, an easy money job and I helped the person that asked me for it Am I going to advertise it that I do that all the time? No, I'm not. If somebody asks me a question, I can fit it in. And it's something that I know how to do already. Or like Joe, for example, has asked me about CRM. Mentioned it before, client relationship management. Or it's how you record where your leads come from or when you need to contact people or their contact details. I just said, look, I've tried this. I've tried this. I've tried this. These are why I didn't like them. This is the one I use now. And I really like it because I can basically format it to how i want it so sometimes it's just give the advice back i did say to joe if you need any help using it let me know but again i am not going to advertise that service that i'm a CRM yeah. expert or anything like that i can just share my experience um and I, I guess i would do that for people that i've got good relationships with either clients or friends if they needed that bit of help that i could give them to maintain the relationship or
1: but, but it, you already know how to do those things. i already know how to do That's that the paramount a yeah. yeah. bit of important
2: here yeah it's i can share my experience like i've used several different crms i've used several different email softwares i know how to update wordpress and how to build wordpress so of course i know how to update it but they're not my core business services so i will not advertise them it just happens to be if if somebody I work with or somebody I know like trust, whatever, if they're a friend or business friend or something like that, if, if I can help them get rid of one of their headaches, like My friend, Donna, the other day was having real problems. She couldn't update a cover on LinkedIn. So we went through the like, well, try a different browser, log out, log back in or do all those like technical support kind of things and it didn't work. I said, email it me and let me have your logins and I'll do it for you. Well, I logged in, it worked straight away. The problem was she was using a 13-inch laptop and I'm using my 40-inch screen and the pop-up window wasn't big enough on her screen to show her the apply button. Dead simple, but I, I fixed it like that. She'd been banging her head against the wall for an hour. So
0: but if, if there are things that you don't know how to do and you have to find a solution somehow to do it after you've said yes, the difficulty also is that could have been a lot more complex than it was. Yes. So if you say yes to helping people and then figure out the how, yes. you're not necessarily setting yourself off in a great way. Or you could be no. setting yourself up for a fall straight away. So I guess we are kind of coming to the conclusion that, Actually, it's all right for Richard Branson, but it ain't all right for us to do it.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I think with Richard Branson and, and many, many entrepreneurs, very successful entrepreneurs out there, if you look at how they started, they started with one business. Yeah. They got to an extremely successful level. and Then they started branching out. And the reason that they can branch out is because they've got the money in the business to get the right support and bring the right people in. And, you know, any business coach worth their salt will tell you that you should be the least intelligent person in the room. You should surround yourself with people that have already been there, that have already done it, that can take you to that next level or have got a completely different expertise that they can add to your business. Yeah. And and that's the point. You've got to get your business to a certain point before you can buy in Mm. specialist help. But by saying yes to something that actually you then have to go away and spend time learning, might have to pay money for training, to, to then earn, you can't recoup those that, that cost in one job. Yeah. So if it's taking you away from your core offering, and it's not what you set out to do, and it's not where your passion lies, I mean, if it's not where you what you set out to do but you think it's going to be brilliant and you want to move in that direction go for it fine but if it's taking you away from what you were meant to do with your business just don't do it because it's not worth it is it well how if you diversify how can you get business in if you do too many things it's like if i relied on you to bring the business in for we wouldn't get it. Your primary business development focus is on body shop, quite mm. rightly so. Mm. It's like if you relied on me to bring your body shop customers in, it wouldn't happen because my, my primary business development is for Raspberry Flamingo. Yeah, yeah. If you've got too many projects running, nothing's going to be successful because you're not giving your focus to anything. Yeah. <clears throat> and you've got your reputation.
0: You've got your reputation at yeah. the end of the day to think about as well. Yeah. And if you're going to dent that, so no. Yeah.
1: The results come from the focus 100%.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's worn me out. That's quite heavy thinking, that one, isn't it? That one
2: left you some food for thought as well as lunch. Yeah.
0: And on that note, it's time for a brew. A